Horror. Welcome to Lord of the Rings Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the movie The Two Towers, one smug Faramir at a time. I'm Cassandra Fredrickson. I'm Norman Mitchell. And today we'll be talking about Minute 192, which starts with uh, Frodo finishing the line from yesterday. It's calling to him, Sam. His eye is almost on me uh, regarding Sauron. And ends with Frodo's creepy, possessed face. Mm-hmm. It sure does. Something spooky's afoot. Yes. I guess that's appropriate, considering this week. Yes. Because tomorrow is Halloween. Ooh. Sorry if you're listening to this. Not currently. (laughs) (laughs) So, the beginning part of this minute is Faramir very smugly telling them to take the hobbits away. Right. Well, I mean, Frodo's freaking out about the ring. Yeah. Uh, Oh, yeah. It starts off with Frodo freaking out about the ring. And Sam's Sam trying to calm him down. Him. Yeah. Hold on, Mr. Frodo. There's a there's a silent line here. Yes. All the all the sound drops out. Because we're from Frodo's perspective looking at Sam and he's overcome with the the force the of ring Sauron. Noise. Yeah. The hum of the ring. Which sounds like I'm trying I'm complicating sounds, but I don't understand. Like a ring is its own kind of sound. Oh I yeah, okay, yes. Yes. Uh, so we looked it up online to see if someone else had was better at lip reading than us. Um, and in fact, there were better people at lip reading than us. And Sam says in the uh, silent bit, hold on, Mr. Frodo, it'll be all right. We'll get through this, get through this together, just as we've always done. What a pal. Which, like... Makes sense for the ring to be like, you don't need to hear that. Frodo, Frodo, no, no, man. No. You don't need to hear this right now. Encouragement? Pa. No. Overwhelming your senses. That's what you need. Yeah. You Did you sign up for overstimulation? Because it's about to happen. And then Faramir refers to the ring as a mighty gift. I like the look that his lieutenant, I assume... Okay, I don't know the ranking of this, but, like, I'm assuming this guy is, like, his second-in-command, so I'm calling him the lieutenant guy. Uh, the the look that he gives Faramir, like, uh, before he clarifies a weapon that will change the course of this war, he's like, tell him Faramir sends a mighty gift. And the guy's just like, what? The hell does that mean? Th- these two? Like... Is this some weird stuff that I didn't need to know about your dad? Like, <laughs> and then he's just like a weapon, and he's just like, oh, okay, legit. Because, like, in that context, the two of them, it's like take them to my father. Tell him it is a might. That Tell Faramir him that Faramir gives him a mighty gift. Yeah. Like, a sends, mighty gift. sends him a mighty gift. If that's what Denethor wants. You know, like... (laughs) I guess. This is the weird peace offering. Like, uh, I don't want to parlay on your behalf with your dad who hates you. By giving him two small childlike men? (laughs) This is weird. 
Right? Faramir. What's going on here? It, it, they have, it, it's a weapon. It, there's a weapon. Oh, okay. Okay. And then Sam starts shouting at Faramir. You yes. want to know why your brother died? No. <laughs> I am amazed, given that how we've seen Faramir act so far in the movie, that he doesn't, like, slap Sam. It's like, what did you just say? Yeah, like, his reaction. I mean, maybe because he's in front of his men. And they're all just like, what's going on? But, like... What? He had his men, like, torture this, like, torture Gollum before. So maybe he's the one who just, like, doesn't dirty his hands well, at all. Yeah, that's why he had the other guys torture Gollum. Right, I know, but, like, I don't feel like... Maybe he's he would have to give the order to someone to be like, shut that guy up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, like, Faramir is so... Faramir has had a hard life. Like, I feel like he doesn't... He can't respond to things angrily like a drop of a hat because he had to deal with living with his father. Mm. You know? Like, his dad was constantly, like, ribbing at him. So, like, I feel like Faramir... It makes sense that... The more I think about it, it makes sense that he does not react as uh, perhaps, like, you or me or, like, somebody else would when they're just like, hey, you want to know, like, why your brother died? Like, you shut your mouth. Right? Like, you want to know this terrible thing I'm about to say about my sibling because that, or your sibling, because that is the tone of my voice right now? <laughs> so I feel like it's... He is so closed off. Maybe that's why he and Eowyn work. Mm. They both build walls. Yeah. So they're they're like... Then they build a house together. Right? It's just like, oh, this... I mean, I'll, like, I don't think... I don't know. I guess I, would, I was thinking about it more like they discover together what emotions are and like how to be human again and stuff. No, they just include each other inside their walls. Oh, uh, that's I don't know if that's healthy. Uh, that's not the, the thing I was going for, but sure. I know. We can be like angry and bitter together. It's just like, uh, sure, I guess. If that's what you want. Because <laughs> I'm Faramir. And but I clearly don't know how to not, say because no. they're like super happy in that right. one shot we get of them in Return of the King. So. Right. But then, then Sam's just. Well, yeah, I don't Sam think Faramir is. I don't think Faramir's quick to anger. No. Because he can't be. Because. Denethor would have executed him. Yeah. Either that or like. How dare you speak back to the steward? Faramir would have been the steward of Gondor. <laughs> yeah. So Sam just kind of lays this all bare. Your your brother died because the ring drove him nuts. Yeah, like he tried to he tried to kill Frodo, and look what happened to him. I mean, it's in a roundabout way. Like, yeah, he was shot because he was there chasing the ring instead of being with. He died because he went back to save Merry and Pippin. Yeah, well, I, Sam doesn't know that. No, not really. He just knows yeah, that like, Boromir died at that battle. Yeah, but like. Everyone else was in that battle. Yeah, this is this is Sam just kind of jumping. I mean, it's a it's a thing that like obviously the audience knows what happened, and Sam is like using that. It's I guess it's not dramatic irony, but like using that knowledge that the audience has and like kind of connecting the dots for Faramir. But like Sam wouldn't know that. 
No, and in the context of the movie, you can't even necessarily say the reason Boromir died is because of the ring. Yeah, but also it might be like the ring also like stirring Sam to anger. That's true. It could be. The ring affects everyone around it, not just the person carrying it. Yeah. It's like the... It's like the staff in Avengers. Yeah, I was just like, what the heck stone is in there? But whatever. The the Loki's scepter. Yeah. The mind stone. Yeah, whatever. Because it becomes vision. Whatever. Vision is the ring. That's why there's an eye. Oh my god! (laughs) Illuminati confirmed. (laughs) Oh my god. And then Faramir kind of has a look on his face like he doesn't exactly know how to take what he's being told. And then there's... Yeah, again, like, he is on the verge of processing. Like, maybe I shouldn't be doing this. And yeah, he's interrupted by... Man interrupted. (laughs) He's interrupted by a big-ass boulder hitting a big-ass tower and the tower exploding. Well, not exploding, but, like, crumbling to dust. Yep. Because, again, this city sucks. (laughs) Yeah. It would take forever to rebuild. Just the remodeling alone. Point, millions of gold. At that point, just, like, tear it all down. Evil no. has lived there for thousands of years. Just tear it all down. It's not worth the coin. Just no. use the stone. I mean, I don't know. I'm superstitious. I wouldn't even use the stone. I'd be like, oh, this is cursed. Just tear down what stone you can and build a wall across the island instead. <laughs> Why? I don't know. I mean... Just because. I mean, like, going forward. Like, post-Sauron exploding. I assume eventually they retake Minas Morgul and resettle there. I would not. That is that is a cursed place. Like, no. No. That's like moving into a haunted house, dude. Yeah. You know what you sign up for. Yeah. Like, no. Just because Sauron is defeated doesn't necessarily mean, like, does Sauron have a second-in-command? Like, he was uh, Morgoth's second-in-command? I guess that's kind of the Witch King. But the ring wraiths also can't persist once Sauron is dead. Right. The ring wraiths are dependent, wholly dependent on the ring and are like slaves to it. Yeah. And so is Sauron in a way. But like he has control of them and they're all tied together in one big, happy, dysfunctional um, family. Right. And then all the rings of power lose their power when the one ring is destroyed. Right. So like, does he have an agent outside of his megalomaniacal uh, crap? I don't think so. He didn't want to make the... I don't think he does, really. Not that we're ever aware of. Yeah. But, like, orcs and, like, yeah, they kill Shelob, but, like, I'm sure there's other creepy spiders and stuff. Just, like, chilling. And, like, the dead marshes, like... (laughs) Yeah, there's just some bad mojo everywhere. Yeah, no, don't, don't resettle that. That's... They're gonna. Make it a national park or something, but just, like... (laughs) Let people just wander around in there, but no one live there. Yeah. Don't, don't sleep yeah, there. No. This is a terrible idea. Dead Marsh's National Park. It's like, yes, honey, we're going to go camping in Mordor. Just gentrification of Mordor. There's a Starbucks now. <laughs> oh, my God. They got a wood fire pizzeria. <laughs> and a Whole Foods. It's a nice Italian place on the corner. Oh my gosh. They got Thai food now. <laughs> Man. I could go on. I could just keep making jokes about <laughs> suburban America, but it's fine. Uh, yeah, so even though, like, 
there wouldn't be a Sauron there. That's, uh... Yeah, I mean, there's there's lots of creepy crawlies for him to deal with still. That's some stuff that I would not want to deal with. That's Aragorn's problem. Yeah, it sure is. That's his job as king. Spoilers, I guess. Put on that crown. Return go. of the king. It really is a spoiler of the story, but, I mean, what do you expect to happen? Shrug? Aragorn dies? Sauron wins? I mean, like, we have talked about that a little bit. I don't know, man. It's a fantasy story, and it's clearly not, like, a dark fantasy, so... Good guys win. That's what you signed up for. Yep. It sure is. When you start reading a fantasy novel, generally that's what you sign up for. Even if it takes like 13 books or however long Wheel of Time is. (laughs) I think it's 13. Maybe if it's 14. I don't know. Too many. That's the answer. And then Wizard's First Rule is long too. Some people would disagree, but... uh... That one's called... uh, What's that, that whole series called? I feel bad now. I can't remember. Shrug. First book's called Wizard's First Rule. But, uh, yeah, that's, uh, pretty much all happens in this minute, minute is Sam calls out Faramir for being just like, don't make the mistake your brother did, even though that's not necessarily what caused Boromir yeah, to die. Yeah, I know. That is, like, I've never really thought about it because, like, it is such a given, like, oh, yeah, we saw that last movie. That sucked, right? And, like, Frodo would have told Sam, but at the same time. But the thing that kills Boromir is. That last noble act of going back to save Merry and Pippin. Right, he doesn't get, like, jumped. Instead of trying to pursue Frodo or going to rejoin the group, uh, Aragorn, Legolas, and Gimli, he goes directly to where Merry and Pippin are. Right. But Sam, again, Sam wouldn't know that. Because yeah. Frodo and Sam leave. I mean, I guess if you're drawing a line of cause and effect, yeah, Sam trying to take the ring from Frodo, I guess, kind of caused him to do that. Right, like, I don't know, it's like loose, loosey-goosey connect the dots. Yeah. Like, drunk connect the dots. (laughs) He was only out here in the woods because he tried to take the ring from Frodo. I guess it would be like a proof, you know? Oh, no, math, stop. (laughs) No. Mm. If A equals B. Those three dots, I'm good. If B equals C, then A equals C. Yeah. Whatever. I I don't... Proof sucked. (laughs) Made sense to me. I just don't like math. If this is this, then this must be this, and this, and this, and this. Three dots for a weird symbol, and Whatever. (laughs) It's like three eyes staring at me off the page. The eye. Well, we're from the website duelinggenre.com. Check us out there. Check out some of the other non-Movies by Minute related podcasts, of which there are uh, several. Uh, Doctor's Companion, which I co-host with Scott and Nick of uh, Cornetto Minute. And the new season's back, so that's super fun. Uh, I really like talking about uh, Lady Doctor, so that's cool. Um, also the protagonist podcast every week, you can catch up on Geek by Night, which is our audio drama about some nerds who get superpowers and they own a comic book store. It's pretty rad. Tis the spooky season, uh, just binge listen to All of Immunities, which is a really spooky, like, alien invasion story. Um, and Countdown to Infinity, if you're feeling the Marvel, like, if you want to nostalgia binge some MCU stuff, that's some good stuff. Um, also, the Hannibal Lecter podcast, if you're into the spooky. Also spooky. Yeah. So check those out. And uh, having a friend for dinner is the Hannibal one. Uh, I just realized I didn't name that one. <laughs> check those out, and we'll be back tomorrow for Minute Bye.
genre.